on uh, on YouTube. But like this Tottenham documentary is just I haven't seen not even in the Man City documentary have I seen a documentary go like so behind the so deep behind the scenes of like the real life conversations that happen as a football player, even professional football player. A lot of people think it's so rosy. It's a, such a rosy experience to be a, a professional. Like, oh, it's just all glitz, glamour. You know, you enjoy your money, your success, the fame, and all the things that come with that. But a lot of people don't see what actually, actually happens. And that that's a lot of tough conversations, a lot of competition, which makes at least half the team wanting more or half the team unhappy. And you see, like in clips, like if you've just seen our latest Instagram post of Danny Rose and uh, and Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho, Danny Rose. You guys seen that clip on the Instagram? And you see that, and you see this conversation go on about how Danny Rose gets dropped by Mourinho. If you haven't seen it it's on Instagram, it's the latest post. Um, Danny Danny Rose has a sort of dispute with Mourinho over his playing time because he hasn't played recently. Although he he is in past times. England's number one choice fullback, etc., and he's played at Tottenham for a number of years. This is a point where where he actually gets a uh, gets a lot of stick, a lot of criticism, uh, and that's just one of the things that where it is, which leads me into my point. It is part of and parcel, part and parcel of becoming a footballer at any level. The 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 problems you have. The problems that you experience coming up as a footballer do not change when you are a professional. They do not. Coach doesn't like you, that happens. Um, you know, get transferred to another team, that happens. Players don't like you, that happens. Um, have a bad session, bad trainings, that happens. It all happens. And that's why today the topic is, is about, are you, ready, are you guys ready for this? It's about how to enjoy the process. Now, before you say, oh my God, Nick, that's boring. I want to learn more about how I can improve my speed. We'll come to that next week. We'll, we'll come to that in future weeks. But right now we're talking about all, the, all about the mental aspects of the game. We're talking all about the mental aspects of the game. Baba, Prince Chinese, Shadi, Elias, uh, Olivier. We're talking, about, we're talking about the process. The most, the most the most important part of this whole thing, the most important thing, the most, if you're not enjoying it, if you're not, if you don't enjoy the process, if you're not enjoying the process, you're not, you're not going to enjoy your football. You're not going to enjoy playing football. If you're someone that has goals, wants to get to the next level, because you're not enjoying it. If you're not enjoying it, what's going to happen? Then you're not going to, people are not really going to see that fire in you when it comes to training, when it comes to matches. People are really not going to see that in you. And you yourself, you don't want to be out there in the field when, it's, when you don't want to be. Like if you're mad and upset every single training because you have to go train or you're mad and upset because you have to you know, go to a game and I don't know, there's pressure on you and whatever. If, you're, if, you don't, if you don't like those things, if you don't enjoy those things, then you're not going to enjoy football. It's, that's why it's so important to enjoy the process. It's why it's so important to enjoy the bad trainings that you have, the bad moments that you have, the, the moments where a lot of pressure, everything's on the line and you still screw it up. 
that happens, that happens. And you're going to find even in the, the biggest points of adversity in your career, in your life of how you can find those positive moments, those enjoyable moments, even when everything's gone to crap, when you're 13 years old and you know that this year was a year you need to get into the under 14s of the Colorado Rapids Academy or whatever. And you just didn't make it like coach didn't like you, coach thought you're the worst, whatever. How do you enjoy those moments? How do you enjoy those moments? Or you're 24 years old and you know, you knew that this was a season that could be your breakout season. If you play well this season, a club, a better club is going to go after you or a better club had already promised you, look, George, if you score 10 goals this season, we're going to take you on as our main striker next year and you're going to start being a semi-pro. I don't know, whatever it is. But then you know what happens? Then you got injured. You got injured on the first game with an ACL, torn ACL, and now you're out for the rest of the season. But everybody was hyping you up for this season. And that club wanted you. The club was going to give you a semi-professional. And it didn't work. You, you, you tore your ACL. You tore your knee. Knee ligaments. But yet, you still found a way to stay optimistic. You still found a way to enjoy that process. You still, just like you guys know Vincent Company, that Vincent Company got, got I'm going to Google this right now, Vincent Company number of times injured. Vincent Company number of times injured. I'm sure a number will come up. Uh, since joining City from German side Hamburg in 2008, company has been sidelined for a total of 878 days from 37 in injuries. 878 days from 37 injuries. The Belgium defender has suffered most from calf and shin damage uh, and missing nearly, missing nearly 351 days from 14 setbacks followed by two thigh injuries. All this stuff. And guys, that's a long time to be injured. Can you imagine 37 different injuries? 37? I'm uh, hand on my heart. Like I haven't, since 2008, I've probably been injured for a total of, I don't know, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. City play through and through. I just got to get on with it. I got to love it. Yeah, I'm back in the physio room. Cool. Yeah, I'm getting ready back on the pitch. Oh, I get injured again. Damn, that sucks. But you know what? I'm going to keep going after, keep going after. And then until, until he keeps going, and then his final goal for Man City comes to be a screamer, an absolute screamer, which he fired into the top corner, which allowed Man City to win the, win the Premier League title uh, last year. If you guys remember that moment, he scored a rocket of a goal. A rocket, total rocket, right? Like that, my guys, is enjoying the process and loving every single minute of it in the times when you can almost have more bad times and good times. So how do you enjoy it? How do you enjoy the process? 
how do you enjoy this this golden thing called the process of constant ups and downs, constant roller coaster ride of progressing in your journey? Because it is, it is. Anybody on a roller coaster ride right now? Please share it, share your story right now of your roller coaster ride if if you're if you're on one, because that's what we need to do in the the second third of the twenty one days dedication. We need to get deep. We need to. We need to learn and understand where everyone's coming from. We need to learn everyone's story. We need to learn like what it is that is holding you back right now and how we can overcome that and become better. How? Uh, and what's up, Roshan? What's up, uh, what's up, everyone? And I think actually, you know what? Everybody, I'm, Ali, Ali's injured, so I'm glad about that, Ali. Um, but like every, everybody right now, with uh, with coronavirus, like that's affected and impacted a lot of people. And you know the trips that they thought they're going to do, the matches they thought they're going to play, the league they thought they're going to play in, it got postponed or cancelled. And that is just one example of a setback, right? It's a setback. But how have you guys treated it? Have you treated it in a way like, okay, it's just part of the process. This stuff happens. Pandemic. Look, I can only focus on what what I can control. Or have you, or do you know anyone that has kind of just gone like, oh man, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I can't, like, why, like, why, why did this happen to me in this moment in, in time? Like all this stuff was going to happen or I had all these chances with matches and all this stuff, like, you know? So like, everyone's on that kind of journey right now. But as I've said, I said this many times, if you've, if you've seen any of the videos on the, on the Train Effective uh, channel or the, on my Instagram at Nick Humph, like I talked at the very start of coronavirus in the airport before the airport was going to get closed. I was like, guys, just focus on this coronavirus thing. It's going to pass at some point, whether it's now or later, uh, who knows, but you can only focus on what you can control. Only focus on what you can control. You can only focus on what you can control. Only thing you can do. And you know, like what else, what else, what else? And we've talked many times, guys, about your journeys, your process. Uh, you know, we, we look at we look at uh, many players, uh, and Jaden Sancho is one of them. Jaden Sancho, you guys know, he's about to get it. He he might own his big money move to uh, to Man United, right? Man United, Jaden Sancho, um, and he had to leave England to go develop and then come back. And he, he left London, came back. He is gonna come back, sorry, to um, do his thing in England. Whether he is or not, that's like, who knows yet, right? But like, chances are he's gonna come back and he's gonna do his thing. So when you consider that kind of thing, he had to go take his risk in Germany, moving to Germany as a, what, 15, 16 year old, Jaden Sancho? And had to learn a lot of different things. Like he could have said to himself, "Oh, you know what? My name is Jaden Sancho. I'm the next big thing. I'm going to keep playing academy under 23s football in England. And and regardless, I'm still going to get paid really well, and I'm going to have a good life. And because my mates and my friends are here, they know who I am. They're going to think I'm like the top top boy, top boy. And because I'm the top boy, I'm going to be famous where I'm from. And all the London, I can go to all the exclusive London." I don't know, parties and 
do all that stuff and just have a good time because my name is Jaden Sancho. I'm 16. I'm going to keep staying in London and I'm, I'm going to keep playing for a top club like Arsenal or Chelsea and whatever and just going to keep. But you know what Jaden Sancho said? He said, you know what? Nah, I'm 16 years old. This is a risk, but I'm going to go to Germany. I'm going to go to Germany. I'm going to go to Germany. Why would you go to Germany? Well, I'm going to play for Dortmund. I'm going to, I have like the Germany, you want to go to Dortmund, man, but London's where, where it's at. No, no, no. I want to, I want to go to, I want to go to Dortmund, man. Dortmund, what's happening in Dortmund? It's like, it's Dortmund. It's just, yeah, football, football team there. And chances are, uh, Jaden Sancho probably got less money at Dortmund, way less prestige at Dortmund because he's an English kid coming to a German side. Like that's tough. Because now the German, the German fans really need to get on his side then because, because those German fans don't want to see an English youngster take another German youngster's place, right? So now Sancho has to work extra hard and he has to get, he's going to get pushed on his face because he has to now prove himself to others, other fans that are not his own nationality. So like, can you think, yeah, you know what? That, that happens, man. And then what did he do? He adapted. He, he, he adapted to Dortmund. So, okay, Dortmund's giving me a chance. They're going to give me first-team football opportunities, which I'm not going to get in England, or very limited in England. And then what, what happened with Jaden Sancho? He started becoming a regular at Dortmund. He, he's now uh, breaking in, about to break in the England side, and he's going to make his big money, uh, big money move to Man United. And who knows, if Jaden Sancho hadn't made that move to, to Germany, maybe he wouldn't be at the stage he is now. Maybe he'd just be another, another story like, like Josh McAachran. Maybe you guys don't know who Josh McAachran is, but at 16, he was, uh, he was Chelsea's top player. This is like 10 years ago, guys. He was Chelsea's top, top young prospect. I think at 16, 17, 18, he was playing in the Champions League match, uh, played really well, but just didn't, didn't maintain it and didn't really break into the first team. And now Josh McAachran is, I don't know, even, I don't even know where, you know, but maybe if Josh McAachran had gone to a, a place like Dortmund or somewhere foreign where he could just nail down, focus on his football and not think about anything else about football and getting first team opportunities, then things would happen. But that's all about sacrifice. That's all about, it's all about sacrifice. It's all about doing things at a young age, which no one else wants to do. People don't want to move to another country and, leave their friends and family behind like you know so like what do you do that's the process and that process is going to continue for Jaden Sancho for the rest of his career the rest of his days you guys see him listen to me very carefully right now the rest of the days you see Jaden Sancho as he becomes 21 22 23 29 33 like as as long as you see Jaden Sancho He's going to have ups and downs. Probably in the next couple of years, he's going to have some sort of media, like, like I don't know, like something bad happened and the same stuff where Phil Foden and uh, Mason Greenwood are getting in trouble for now. Maybe Sancho is going to get in trouble for a similar type of incident. And like, he's going to have all these ups and downs. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. But, you know, he's going to have his wins and he's going to have his losses. And those losses are going to be big. Those wins are going to feel good. So he's got to maintain this constant up and down, constant up and down. It doesn't matter that he's a professional now. It doesn't matter that he could be, you know, 
following the footsteps of Ronaldo and Messi one day, or he is the world's best young player, people are telling him, but he's going to have all these different steps along the way. And you see, guys, this is what I'm saying. I used to think, I used to think this. I used to think to myself, as soon as I get to that thing, I become a professional player, I get this, I do that, I get to this point, then like life is set, like life is set for me, I ain't got to worry, like I'm, you know, boom, like it's, it's done, man, it's done, I've made it, I've made it, no, you haven't made it, you made it to the first step, you need to be on the ladder, <laughs> the first step, and now you've got a hundred more steps on the ladder to go, like it doesn't stop, so you guys might have this goal in mind of where you want to be in the future, but just know that it doesn't stop. If you're a winner, you're motivated, you're always going to have the next goal you've got to reach. And if you don't reach those goals, then boom, you're going to fall off that ladder. So that's why you've got to enjoy the process of the climb. Join the process of climbing every rung of that ladder. Right, boom. Left hand, right hand, right foot, left foot, right hand, left. Keep grabbing on to those poles. You've got to love it. You gotta love it, man. And if you don't, then why would you even want to be Jaden Sancho? You're gonna drop out, you fall off that ladder, and you know what Jaden Sancho is thinking to himself? If I fall off that ladder, everyone's everyone's gonna think I'm a joke. Everyone's gonna think I'm a joke, or everyone's gonna be like, you know what? That Jaden Sancho guy never lived up to his expectations. You know what? That Jaden Sancho guy, he fell off. He fell off. And that's probably the fear that's going through his mind as well. In every performance, he's got to be the guy. He's got to be the one. He's got to be making it. He's got to be succeeding. He's got to be looking like the best player in the world, the best young player in the world. He's got to be looking like the 50 million price tag or the 100 million price tag that's on him. He's got to be looking like that guy. So you think to yourself, this is what's going through, through Sancho's head when he goes to bed at night or when he's in the shower or whatever. Like, he's always thinking to himself, Okay, what's the next step? What's gonna, what, what are the consequences going to be if I don't reach this step, if I don't get this climb? That's why you got to enjoy the process. Love the process, love the journey. And from this, this phase that you are in right now, guys, where a lot of you just getting started with your training or maybe you're, you're really in the flow of your training and you, you have all these different experiences, different situations going on with your coaches, uh, your players in your club, the area you're from, all these worries about not making it where you want to make it. These worries are always going to continue for the rest of your, like the rest of the time, the rest, the rest of the time you chase something, you're always going to have these worries. That's why a lot of people, when they start chasing something, they quit. They quit because they can't, they can't deal with the uncertainty of it all. They can't deal with the uncertainty of it all, of, of, not knowing what's going to happen next year, next week, next month. Oh, the outcome. Not always being able to thrive in an uncomfortable situation. It's uncomfortable. So when something's uncomfortable, you just want to, you want to stop, right? You want to give up. That's why a lot of people that start chasing something, they give up because they can't, they can't deal with the uncomfortable element of it. But if you get comfortable in being comfortable, that's how you can really enjoy the process, my guys, the process. So that's why I'm saying all you guys, where, whatever stage you're in, you're training, Francisco, with his thumbs up chain or whatever, if the chain breaks, whatever, 
whatever you guys are doing, just like you find that find that funny moment. Find that funny moment when find that funny funny moment then you get subbed off at half time. No one wants to get subbed off at half time, right? It's like, oh, if you get subbed off at half time, you had a bad performance, right? Like coaches are like, you're subbed off at half time. You have to find that thing to laugh about. You have to find that that golden nugget in the journey. You gotta say, okay, all right, I got subbed off at half time. <laughs> Just gotta laugh about it, man, because I know as soon as that next training comes by, that guy who replaced me on the field in my position, I'm gonna show him who is a better player or that coach, mate, he's made the wrong decision. Just wait for the next training. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to show him. You got to find that something. You got to find that something. You can't, you know, it's got to, you got to find something. It's like trash talk. Yesterday we we're talking about, uh, uh, Jerson. Remember his name, Jerson. He was like, how do you deal with trash talk? I'm like, embrace it, man. Embrace the trash talk. Embrace it. Embrace it. Someone talks trash to you, talk trash back. Laugh about it. Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed that shot. Well, you can't even shoot, Marcus, or whatever it is. Ha-ha. <laughs> ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Man, you got to laugh about it. you got to not take things too seriously. At the end of the day, you got to love the process. you got to enjoy it. And that's it. You know? <laughs> And if trash talk is a motivation for you, because the better you get, the more accolades you get, the more trash you can talk, then great. I mean, you know, have fun with it, guys. Football is fun. Why did you play football? Why did you start playing football in the first place? Why did you start playing football in the first place? Why? To enjoy it, man. And you love playing it. Yeah, you love the ball at your feet. You love... You love the feeling that you get when you play football. When I play football, I forget about everything else. That's why one of the reasons why I love playing football because like you, when I'm stepping out on that field, I'm playing with the team, playing individually, whatever it is, I'm, I'm just, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I'm not thinking about anything else at that moment other than just what's in front of me in that present moment. And that's why it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. But if you lose sight of that, if you lose sight of why you're playing and it doesn't become enjoyable anymore, then it becomes, you know what it becomes, guys? It just becomes a job. It becomes something you just turn up to and you have no passion about. Football is all about passion. And to get that passion, it's all about enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the feeling, enjoying. And that's, that's, that's it, guys. Like, enjoy the process. Love it. <laughs>